What up, everybody? It's your boy Joshua Edwards live from live from my very own bedroom on this episode 26, December 10th, 2020. We are finally coming down to the final stretch of the NFL football season. But before I really even dive into episode 26 of Josh's Proximity, I just want to give a huge shout out to everybody that has made their fantasy football playoffs. It's time to win and it's time to win big, whether you're in a money league just a competitive league, or just even whatever league. Uh, it's definitely time to win it. If you didn't make the playoffs, you need to go back to your drawing board, go back to your draft board, and make sure that you don't do the same stuff last this year that you're going to do on next year's draft. Because I'm going through a couple of my teams in my fantasy league, and this guy, he lost 11 straight. He has lost 11 straight since week two. He's two. 2-11 right now. And the bad thing about it is, I was trying to trade with him in the middle of the middle of the season. I'm like, look, man, you have two receivers. He At the time, he had DeAndre Hopkins and Michael Thomas. I'm like, look, you got two receivers. Michael Thomas hasn't played in six weeks. I don't know why you're still trying to hold on to him. After I would have lost four straight, I would have been looking, not even four straight. After I would have lost three straight, I would have been looking like, hey, man, I need a running back. Because at the beginning of the season, he had no running backs. I'm like, man, you, this is a recipe for disaster. Like, you're not going to win anything. And, you know, time and time again, I'm like, hey, man, you need to go ahead, let go of either DeAndre Hopkins or Mike Thomas. And then finally, when he lost his six games straight, he decides to ship off Mike Thomas. By that time, it's just too late. And that's where he, he is where he is. Uh, right now, I'm projected to finish first in my fantasy football league. Uh, overall, I'm number two. In my fantasy playoff round, um, I got a huge matchup against my homeboy. I'm a little nervous because he definitely has my number this year. I've been talking so much trash. I've been going back and forth. But, yep, without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right into episode 26 of Josh's Proximity. Now, I made a prediction last week that a lot of people laughed at. I put it on Facebook. I put it on Instagram. I even put it on Twitter. And I even put it on my podcast last episode. I said that the Pittsburgh Steelers would lose to the Washington football team. Oh, Josh, you don't know what you're talking about, man. Let's buy. Let's bet $500. Let's bet $100, man. You want to bet money? Ah, oh, Josh doesn't know football. Josh doesn't know this. Josh doesn't know that. Come on, man. Let's be realistic right now. The entire ASC North is it's just a lot of phony baloney going on. That's just what it is. Now, when you look at the Pittsburgh Steelers and what they did up until that point, yeah, they was 11-0. But do you want me to tell you the combined records of the teams that they played before the Washington football team? 46 wins, 72 losses, and two ties. Only three teams out of those 11 games had a winning record. So how much respect, as I stated last week, how much uh, respect are we really giving the Pittsburgh Steelers? What do they do well? Man, Josh, they can throw the football. It, are, are you sure? Big Ben is 17th in passing yards in the NFL. Big Ben is also 17th in, in quarterback rating, QBR. Oh, man, no, no, he's not. Oh, you can go look up the stats. I'm just speaking facts right now. He's 29th in average depth and throw. So he's doing a lot of dinking and dunk, dunking. 
Oh, but you are right. They definitely do pass the ball a lot. Big Ben is only first in throwing attempts in the, national, in the entire National Football League. So when I was telling people that I really believe that the Washington football team was going to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers, they can't run the football. Okay, they throw the football around and they throw it a lot, but they're not really a good throwing football team. 17th in passing yards, 17th in QBR, 29th in average depth and throw, and Big Ben is 38. It's not like he's in the prime of his career. It's not like he's 31, 32, 28, 29. Come on, man. I've been trying to tell you the entire AFC North is nothing but phony baloney. The entire AFC North is phonies. Just plain and simple. They're just phonies. The Steelers, phonies. The Browns. The Browns, now, I'm a little skeptical on them, and I'm going to get to it in later into the episode. But the Ravens, they're phonies. Come on, man. How much stock are we really putting into the Pittsburgh Steelers? They're 11-1. and one, And in all honesty, I can see them losing in the last three out of the last four games that they got to play. 11-1. and one. I see them going. They could be in a situation where they finish off 12-4. and 11-5. They could lo- lose four straight. I doubt it, but I'm, I'm totally serious. I think they can lose the next three out of the next four. The Pittsburgh Steelers are phonies. 46 wins, 72 losses, and two ties in their first 11 games. That's a combined record of the teams that they have played. I'm going to read you the teams that they've beaten. The Jags, the Bengals, the Ravens, the Cowboys, the Titans, the Browns, the Eagles, the Texans, the Broncos, the Giants. The Jags are 1-11. Broncos are 2, 9, and 1. The Giants are 5 and 7. The Cowboys, 3 and 9. Eagles, 3, 8, and 1. Come on, man. The, the, the Texans, I believe that they're 4 and 8. Broncos are 4 and 8. Come on, man. Y'all gotta open up your eyes. What do your eyes tell you? My eyes tell me that they're that they're not a good football team. Their defense is a championship defense. Don't get me wrong. But their offense is lackluster. Yes, they have some extreme talent when it comes to the athletes, the skill position. They got Juju. They got Claypool. They got James Conner when he's healthy. They got, um, I can't think of the other little slot receiver. That's phenomenal. But come on, man. They got Ebron. He's from the Greensboro, 336. Shout out. But I think we can all agree that the Pittsburgh Steelers just aren't a good football team. And I, in all seriousness, I actually believe that the Washington football team would get more pressure on the Steelers. Yeah, they got a, they got a hit pressure here and there. But I thought if they would bring a little more instead of just their, their front four. And I believe if they had a quarterback that wasn't checked down Alex, Alex Smith is just a guy that's just he's not going to turn the football over. He's not going to push the ball down the field. He's going to do a lot of check downs. If they had a quarterback that can actually throw the football, a comparable quarterback, man, the Steelers would have got beat at least by 10 points. And it's not even close. Washington football team beat them 23-17 to with a quarterback who is a check down quarterback? Come on, man. The Steelers are not that good. They got a 38-year-old 
leading the league in throwing attempts. Now, who who is saying that Big Ben is top five all time? Nobody. He's 38 years old, throwing the football like he's 27. The Steelers now, I believe they if they lose this first round by, if they drop out of that that number one position in AFC North, oh, they can get got. I mean, not 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 in AFC North. If they drop out of the first spot in the AFC, oh, they can get got. They might lose in the first round of the playoffs. That's my bold prediction. The Steelers, if they lose the number one seed in the AFC, they will lose if they're playing a comparable team, of course, in the first round of the playoffs. I told you. The proof is in the pudding, man. It's in the stats. Big Ben, 17, 17, 29, first and throwing attempts. Don't argue with me. What does your eyes tell you? Dang, man, I may be mad on this Thursday morning. But let me go ahead and switch gears, man. Since we're talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers and how they're not a good team, let me go ahead and reveal my top 10 teams heading into week 14. At number 10, I got the Tennessee Titans. Now, yes, the Titans, they got whooped by the Cleveland Browns, but then they scored a couple points and made it look more respectable. But I believe that what's wrong with the Tennessee Titans is, is they don't play defense really well. They're too inconsistent on defense. Their offense, of course, they can run the ball and they can throw the football, but they're not a complete football team. And that defense, it will be their undoing if they continue to keep this up. At number nine, I got the Seattle Seahawks. Now, when you look at the Seahawks, yes, they lost to the Giants, but we all know Russ can still cook. Now, their defense, oh, man, what's going on? I just had, you know, a lot of high praise with them last week that they got back, you know, Jamal Adams and Carlos Dunlap. But they're really inconsistent as well. Now, the only reason why I have the Seahawks over the Tennessee Titans is because of quarterback play. So, right now, I got the Seattle Seahawks at number nine. At number eight, I got the Tampa Bay Bucks. Now, they didn't play this past week, but they're fresh off of a bye. I'm expecting Antonio Brown to get a lot more targets heading into this week. They played against the Minnesota Vikings. I expect them to be fresh. I expect Tom Brady to be on his P's and Q's. I expect them to run the football effectively and often. Stop throwing the football. You know, these teams with these old quarterbacks, uh, the uh, the Saints, the Colts, the Steelers, the Bucks. y'all need to stop throwing the football, man. They're not They're not in the prime anymore. Uh, Phillip Rivers not in his, is not in his prime anymore. Tom Brady is not in his prime anymore. Big Ben is not in his prime anymore. You need to just go ahead, get up on the center, hand it off, and let your running backs go to work. Now, at number seven, it's the Pittsburgh Steelers. For everything that I stated before, yes, they have a championship team, but their offense is just really, really bad. They can't – they throw the football, but they're not pushing the football down the field. If they continue to rely on the pass as much as they do, then like I said before, they will lose in the first round if they come out of that – Number one spot in the AFC, which I believe that they will. So right now at number seven, I got the Pittsburgh Steelers. At number six, I got the Miami Dolphins. Now the Dolphins, they play, who did they play this week? Oh, yeah, yeah. They play the Kansas City Chiefs. Now I believe that this will be a real test for them. I think it will be a, a real test for the Chiefs and the Dolphins. So when you look at the Dolphins, they got Brian Flores, who's a great coach, great defensive coordinator. Uh, defensive coach for the New England Patriots when he was in New England. 
And now he comes down to Miami and he turns that entire franchise into a winning franchise. Now, I believe that this would be the biggest and the most toughest matchup for Tua Tugavaloa because I expect him, they're going to have to throw the football a lot in order to win this game. I don't think that their running game will be a factor at all. And if they don't stop Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, and them boys, the Chiefs can run up the scoreboard in Miami. So with that being said, I actually like the Dolphins at number six. At number five, I got the Cleveland Browns. Now, they're a 9-3 football team, and whenever I do my top 10, I don't go off of records. I go off of what my eyes tell me. My eyes tell me that the Cleveland Browns are an exceptional running, running team. Everybody knows that. Their defense, now when they get up big like they did, like they did against the Tennessee Titans, they tend to slack off a little bit. Even when you look at the Dallas Cowboys game, they was up big, and their defense kind of went downhill. Their offense kind of went downhill. Now, I believe the way that they can continue to stay in the top five and even move up in my power rankings is if Baker Mayfield continues to play exceptional football. If he continues to play the football that he's playing right now, not turning the football over, not putting it in harm's way, and if they can continue to run the football like they can, and their defense can kind of get a little bit better, Miles Garrett get a little more active, and they bring a little more pressure, I believe the Cleveland Browns will be just fine, man. Now, we all know they need some linebackers and another edge rusher and some more secondary help, but I like the Cleveland Browns at number five. At number four, I got the Green Bay Packers. Now, I still believe that the Packers, they will still get whooped up on in the playoffs against a a physical football team. I believe they go head-to-head against the Saints, they'll lose. I believe they go against anybody that can run and impose their will, that they will crumble. Because they're just, to me, when, when I look at the Green Bay Packers, they're more of a, of a finesse team. They're going to throw the ball to Devontae Adams. Aaron Jones is going to have a couple screens, a couple runs, a couple big runs. And Aaron Rodgers, you know he's going to spray the ball around. But their defense is not physical. Their pass rush is inconsistent. Linebackers, I don't know who they are. They got a great corner in Jair Alexander, but their defense is really, is really, uh, it's an eyesore. So I like the Packers at number four. At number three, I got the Buffalo Bills. Now, I believe that the Buffalo Bills are the second best team in the AFC. Regardless of what record is going on, they're really a Hail Mary away from being on a six-game win streak. They are a Hail Mary away from being 10-2. The Bills are legit. Josh Allen is legit. That defense is legit. They they need to run the ball a little bit more, especially, you know, in this time, it's starting to wind down, starting to be playoff pressure. It's going to be a lot of pressure. It's going to amount to, you know, something. But the Bills, oh, yeah, they're they're a real issue. And I believe that in head-to-head, I believe that they can go toe-to-toe with any team. So I like the Bills at number three. At number two, I got the New Orleans Saints. Now, if you look at what the Saints are doing with Taysom Hill and the way that he's able to spread the ball around, it's it's hard not to give the Saints credit, man. Their defense is still playing top tier, top five caliber defense. Their offense, you know the weapons that they got. They got Mike Thomas. They got Alvin Kamara. Now, I believe when Drew Brees comes back, I don't think that Mike Thomas will – continue to have the numbers that he's having right now but it's hard to deny that the Saints are 
aren't a really good football team. They're they're really exceptional. They they do a lot of stuff well. So at number two, I like the New Orleans Saints. Number one, come on, I mean, <laughs> it's not even close. Kansas City Chiefs. Now, what do they do well? Well, they have the best the best football player in the National Football League in Patrick Mahomes. They got the best tight end. They got the most explosive player in the entire National Football League. Really the most explosive player I've seen maybe since mm, Dante Hall that can do it at every phase, receiving, returning, running the football, punt return, kick return, whatever you need him to do, he can do it and then some. So, I mean, the Chiefs, their defense, they're playing well enough to still win another championship. And, I, hey, they really might be my favorite right now heading into week 14 to win it all. So, number 10, the Titans. Number 9, Seahawks. 8, the Bucks, 7, the Steelers. 6, the Dolphins. 5, the Browns. 4, the Packers. 3, the Bills. 2, the Saints. And number 1, the Chiefs. Now, you already know how we close off this episode, every episode, at least during the football season. I got to go ahead and make my predictions for this week. Pats versus the Rams, they play tonight. Ooh, and it's in Las Vegas. I mean, not Las Vegas, Los Angeles. Uh, I got to go with the Patriots, man. I believe it. Jared, Gro- Jared Goff, he's he's not what everybody thinks he is. I think if they had another quarterback, I think he would have been benched just like Carson Wentz is being benched. So with that being stated, I believe that they'll, they'll do something to Jared Goff to get him off his game. So I like the Patriots over the Rams. The Titans versus the Jags. There's no need to discuss this. The Titans, of course. The Vikings versus the Bucks. Mm, in Tampa Bay, the Bucks. If they don't win this game, they're not making a playoff. So with that being stated, I got to go with the Bucks. Chiefs versus Dolphins in Miami. I think that this game is going to be a lot closer than people think. But I still can't go against Patrick Mahomes. I got the Chiefs over the Dolphins. Broncos versus the Panthers. I like the Panthers by plus 10. Texans versus the Bears. I got to go with the Texans, man. The Bears are just terrible. I'm not even going to get on them. The Cards versus the Giants. This might surprise a lot of people. Um, I'm going to go with the Cardinals, but I believe that the Giants could win this game. I see them, eh, I see them if they do win, I see them winning at least by four points, but I got go to I gotta go with the Cardinals on this matchup. Cowboys versus the Bengals. If the Cowboys don't win. They might as well just go ahead and just try to tank for at least a top three pick. But I got the Cowboys. Colts versus the Raiders. Ooh. In Las Vegas. I got to go with the Colts, man. The Raiders almost lost to the Jets. And that's shocking. Falcons versus the Chargers. I got to go with the Falcons. The Chargers. Nah, man. They ain't it. They ain't it. (laughs) Uh, I believe that Anthony Lynn will get fired, man. I don't like to see a black head coach get fired, but. I got to go with the Falcons over the Chargers. Washington versus the 49ers. I think that this is going to be a physical team. I mean, a physical game. But I like the 49ers big because I just think that their coach is a better coach than a Washington football team coach. So, got to go with the 49ers. Saints versus the Eagles. I like the Saints big. Jalen Hurts is getting his first start. Um, I expect him to turn the ball over and make rookie mistakes. But I got to go with the Saints. Steelers versus the Bears. Bills. What did I state about the Steelers earlier? I got to go with the Bills, man. The Steelers, they're losing this. They're going to lose two straight. Ravens versus the Browns. Now, this is the game, Monday night football game, a must-watch. 
you got Lamar, you got Baker. With that being stated, I got to go with the Ravens, man. Now, they got a lot of issues, too. They got to expand their playbook. Lamar Jackson has got to get better throwing the football. Now, I'm not blaming it all on Lamar Jackson. They need some more talent at the receiver position. But the plays that they're calling are just, they're terrible. Now, the film is out on Lamar Jackson. You can't be calling the same plays from last year to this year. You got to expand the playbook. You got to design some more throws. Stop running the RPO. Open up the playbook. It's just that simple. So, that really concludes episode 26 of Joshua's Proximity. I can't believe that I'm on episode 26. We are two weeks away from Christmas. Everybody stay safe. Continue to be blessed. And have a great Thursday. Enjoy your weekend.